Welcome to the Human Experience Podcast. It is a personal transformation podcast, focusing on improving your life, business, and your relationships. Hosted by Eldin Hassa, a mindset coach, relationship coach, author of a self-help book titled, Are We All Fucked?, which is a step-by-step guide to becoming a best version of yourself. Available on Amazon Worldwide, and also on his website, eldinhasser.com. Eldin is also a spiritual teacher, public speaker, workshop, and seminar facilitator, and a successful property investor and developer, with passion for transforming lives globally for over 15 years. We have over 2 million downloads of our podcast. As a thank you, get a free copy of Eldin's book on his website, eldinhasser.com. Also, we are hosting a free Peak Mindset Masterclass. Get your free ticket on his website, formulaeq.com, or find the link in this podcast. Hurry, seats are limited. Share this podcast with your friends and family and help our mission to empower humanity. Please remind yourself every day how amazingly awesome you already are. Thank you and welcome your amazing host, Eldin Hassa. So welcome everyone to the Human Experience Podcast. This is your host, Eldin Hassa. As you know, I am in London, England. And my, my guest today is Steve Anderson, the prophet doctor from United States. I have met Steve a number of times. He's a great guy, and I'm sure all of you will love him as much as I do. So welcome, Steve. Could you kindly introduce yourself to our audience Tell them a little bit about where you are, uh, what you do for, for work, and then we can dive deeper about your inspiring story and your journey. Sure. Thank you, Eldon. Um, again, my name is Stephen Anderson, the Prophet Doctor, and the name indicates exactly what I do. I help businesses increase their profits as well as their cash flow. I have been a business consultant for more than 35 years, traveling all across the country in the United States, teaching businesses and helping them overcome the obstacles that kept them from making the profits they wanted. And there's a wide range of methods to do that. So I got in there, looked at their business, did a lot of questioning and analysis. And then once I found out what the cause of some of their problems were, tell the business owner, here's the issues and this is what needs to be done to fix them and then let's get started. So I fixed the problem by training them and as well as the employees what to do to overcome the issues. And then I helped them go to the next uh, step. And and depending on how long I was going to be at the job, it might be a a week, two weeks, three weeks. And some projects that I worked on was I was there for two months solid. And then after that, once a quarter, just to check up on things and then fine tune and tweak other things. So I was there for about 18 months. So I help businesses of all different sizes, all different types, all different industries. And the type of work that I do is not industry specific, it's business specific. As an example, uh, I work on the financial area of their business, making sure they have the appropriate documentation and financial statements that gives them a clue as to how they are doing financially. And if they don't have that, I help them get it up and running And then I train and teach them as well as the managers how to read and understand financial statements and then get them involved in setting up budgets. 
And then after we get all of that accomplished, then we jump on the organization and look at how they're physically organized. Are they having uh, motivated employees? And if not, I train and teach the managers how to motivate employees. And then once we got all of those issues, then we looked at their sales and marketing to improve their sales. So the first two categories looks at and improves expenses. And then the second, third category looks at increasing sales. So I did that for 35 years. And now I'm working on <clears throat> adding more services to my quiver. And I'm going to be able to look at businesses and give them access to specialized tax incentives the government's giving them. As an example, are you aware that Amazon paid zero taxes a few years ago? And the reason being is because they took advantage of all of these tax incentives. Yes. Most businesses, right. most businesses don't even know they exist. As an example, have you ever heard of Watsi? Yes. Have you ever heard of engineering cost seg study? Uh, no, I can't say I have. Have you ever heard of R&D tax credits? Well, there is probably loads that I haven't because in England, <laughs> we have slightly different uh, exactly. well, policies. The point, and exactly. The point is most businesses don't even know they exist. So what I do... Even in I, the United States. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. So what I do is I ask a lot of questions about their business and the questions are tailored towards getting access to these specialized tax incentives, as well as ways to reduce expenses. And based on that answer, I plug that information into the computer program. Within 15 minutes, I can spit out a report that says, okay, these are the different categories in which we can save you money. And this is how much money we think we can save you. And our average savings per company is about $240,000. What that oh, means is amazing. we put that much cash in their pocket within a very short period of time. Now, think about this. If I was able to put $240,000 of new cash in your pocket, what could you do with that? Absolutely. And also, especially in today's economy, isn't it that, um, you know, people are, you know, the businesses are not doing as well as they did prior to the pandemic so I would say, you know, that average $240,000, it's, uh, it could be a lifeline to somebody. Exactly. Now, here's the issue that I help them with. And you're exactly right, especially in today's pandemic. I find hidden money in businesses and get that money on the table for them to utilize. And it's from their existing operations, regardless of sales, regardless of how many employees they have. Obviously, they have to have at least five or more employees for the employee related issues to work. But the issue is if you're struggling in your business right now, and let's say as an example, you're a restaurant and according to the laws, uh, you cannot have any more than let's say 25% people uh, in your restaurant. Well, that cuts out 75% of your sales. Well, I can that for what I do, it has no relevance on that. I help you find cash by reducing expenses, because 80% of the time, most businesses don't even know they are overpaying. So we get in there and we dive into uh, their expenses and we have a wide range of expense methods and we look at all their expenses and then we negotiate with the service providers if they're charging, being charged and we negotiate to reduce those fees. Then also, once we do that, we look at their taxes. 
So there's a wide variety of methods as an example, as I said, the specialized tax incentives, there's several employee related uh, incentives. And again, this is just for us companies. Yeah. And also we can do this with Canadian companies. So we look at all their expenses and negotiate to reduce those. So we can put cash in their pocket quickly by reducing expenses, which means in, let's say that you were paying $100 a month for this particular expense. And then we reduce it to $50. That's immediate $50 more in your pocket. Absolutely. And then we, after we do that, and this is only for US companies, we look at specialized tax incentives. And there's a variety of them uh, that has to do with employees. <clears throat> As an example, there's a, several different types of specialized tax incentives just for employees. And we can do what's called stacking. And if your company qualifies for a multitude of these, we can add on this program, this program, this program, like we're stacking. And sometimes if they qualify for all of them, we can get them as much as 100% of their employee costs paid for by the government. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, I mean, you are clearly a profit doctor and expert in business consultancy, you know, over three decades. And I also know there was a period of time that you have been investing in real estate. Yes, and, I did. And, you know, we can talk a little bit more about that. But before we do talk about all your expertise, clearly you're very successful in business in life. I want to know what inspired you what inspired you, this young Stephen Anderson, to be where he is today? As what was your human experience? Well, when I was a kid, I started my entrepreneurship uh, as a uh, paper boy. So I started selling papers, you know, and, and riding around on my bicycle and throwing papers out to individuals. Yes. And then later, I expanded my operation by riding a motorcycle. And I did that for quite a few years. Uh, and then uh, later on, I had to, because of the, my age, I'm 70 right now, back in 1968, when I graduated from high school, I went into college and I got what's called a school deferment, which meant that I was not going to be drafted. During, during that time frame in the United States, they were drafting individuals that are 18 years or older into the military, okay. typically the army. And I did not want to do that. And this is during the Vietnam area. So after being in school for a couple of years, they eliminated that school deferment and they did what's called a draft lottery, which meant was that they took, they, as an example, they took a piece of paper with a birth date on it and they put all 365 birth dates into this hopper and then they spun it just like a lottery and pulled it out. Wow. And the first first person, first birthday that came up, those are the ones that are going to be um, asked to be joint to be uh, drafted. My yeah. number was 33, which meant in Miami, Florida, I was definitely going to be drafted. So I didn't want to be I didn't want to go to Vietnam and be on the front lines of Vietnam. So I joined the Navy. Long okay. story short, I became an aircraft electrician. Uh, and when I was going to school in Jacksonville, Florida, I met the woman that I finally married. And we've been married for over 48 years with two wow, beautiful nice. daughters. Congratulations. That's an achievement in itself. 48 yeah. years married. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, 
Uh, I got started in my entrepreneur career again while I was working uh, in the Navy because I got into a training squadron where I would teach mechanics how to fix the airplanes that what they were using. And then later, uh, the, the Navy was going to replace that aircraft with another new aircraft. So because I was in a training squadron, I went to St. Louis and negotiated with McDonnell Douglas, which is a manufacturer of that new airplane on the um, uh, training that needed to be done for the uh, electricians. So I did that for a while. And then uh, later uh, they asked me to join the Navy, to join their team and McDonnell Douglas. And I finally got to the point I could leave the military after eight years. And I tripled my income by going to St. Louis because I was in Jacksonville at the time. And my family moved uh, to Jackson, excuse me, moved to St. Louis. And I was there for about uh, eight years. And then I, in the, my last duty at McDonnell Douglas was to do what's called quality circles. And that meant was, uh, that was a strategy whereby individual groups that work together, I taught them how to look at their operations, find problems and issues they wanted to resolve, taught them how to analyze and find the root cause of the problem, and then prepare a presentation to give to management on what they thought would the, be the best solution. So I taught them how to do all of that. And so as a consultant and a trainer, and then I did that for quite a while. And then I got to the point where I finished my job there at McDonnell Douglas and left there after eight years and started my own consulting business. So I did that, did that for a couple of years when it was a pure disaster because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. Wow. I would have imagined the skills that you acquired prior to setting up your own consultancy business were transferable skills. Not really, because when you think about it, I worked for an, a company. I was an employee, so I did not oh, have to worry oh, I about. See, I see. I did not have run, to worry about. A, yeah, being in the business is one thing. Running a business is another, which you found totally. out when you. Yeah, exactly. Running a business is hard. There's a lot of uh, things that happen in a business. As an example, you have to learn how to market, which I knew nothing about. I had to learn how to run a business, which I knew nothing about. And I had to learn through uh, hard knocks. So I eventually got to the point where I had, I will love the consulting part, but I couldn't run a business. So I joined consulting companies whereby I just did the work. They found the clients, they signed them up and then assigned me a particular client. And that's what I did for 37, for 37 years. Oh, wow. Okay. And then after I got through with that, because I got tired of the traveling, I was in St. Louis and this is where the real estate comes in. I had to find something that I could do that I didn't travel. So I got it in St. Louis, obviously is in Missouri. So I got involved in uh, working with homeowners that are about to lose their uh, home to foreclosure. Okay. And they and were this very- This is at the time when you want to be closer to your family, correct? Exactly. I didn't want to travel anymore. I had two daughters that were growing up and both of them were teenagers and I had to be at home because I missed them quite a bit. Uh, so anyway, I got involved in doing that and my job was to negotiate with the homeowners and then negotiate with the banks to do what's called a short sale, which meant that the banks would take less money than it's owed to stop the foreclosure. 
And then okay. once the foreclosure was stopped, then I bought the house from the homeowner and either sold it to a investor or to a home to a new homeowner, depending on the condition of the house. If Did it was you have to do any work, any no. refurbishment, any development beforehand? No, not at all. I sold it as is. As an example, the reason I said I had it either sold it to a homeowner or investor. Developer, if yeah. the house needed a <clears throat> the house needed a lot of work, I sold it to an investor so they would do the work. And then if it didn't need much work at all, then I sold it to a homeowner that moved in. Wow, wonderful, wonderful. And I That's did that for you know eight years. Uh, great and, business. And then I left there because my wife and I wanted to be closest to our oldest daughter. So we moved to Orlando so we could be close to her because she was starting a family. And now we have uh, two grandsons. Uh, five and seven, which we're trying to spoil as much as possible. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> but That's then I, I'm not the type of individual that can sit around and do nothing. So I tried reviving my real estate business in Florida. And okay. I quickly found out that that job that I did before did not work in Florida because <clears throat> it's important to understand this concept. And my excuse me, in Missouri, they have what's called a non-judicial state, which means that the banks that want to foreclose on a, a house don't have to go to court like they do here in Florida. They just okay. hire a local attorney and they start the foreclosure process. And the first step by law is they have to post something about the foreclosure starting on a, in a uh, public newspaper. So they do that. And okay. 30 days later is when they have the auction. Now, the homeowners have that long to solve this problem so i had to get in there and and obviously they were very motivated because within 30 days they're going to lose their house if they don't do something so they're very very motivated but when i came to florida i started that business again but come to find out florida is a judicial state which means that the banks have to go to court to get permission to start the foreclosure process and when I talked with quite a few people, they said, why would I want to do anything right now? I've been here a year not making any payments, and I don't foresee any time soon that I have to leave the house. Oh, wow. So the process so, is much longer. Instead of 30 days, it could be a couple of years. Exactly. And these individuals are sitting in the house, no making, making no payments, and they're living in the house. So there is absolutely no motivation. So... I yeah. quickly found out I can't do that business anymore. So I got involved in other distressed properties physically uh, and other issues like uh, probate, uh, tax liens, uh, divorce, all those other different type of distressed, sometimes physically distressed. And I was a wholesaler, which meant that I got a property under contract and then I sold it uh, to a investor to buy the house. Oh, wonderful. So I did wonderful. that for... Uh, a few years here in uh, St. Louis. And then have you ever heard of the, uh, I don't know if you see these uh, in England, but these advertisements either on TV or radio that says, come to our seminar and I'll teach you how to be a real estate millionaire. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, they, we have them <laughs> in England as well. Exactly. Well, there's so many people that took advantage of that. And now I have so many competitors that don't know what the hell they're doing. And they're mucking up deal after deal after deal because they're offering the homeowner way too much money. And I couldn't yes. do that. So I said, I can't do this real estate anymore 
in yeah, Florida. You, so you this is screwed up. Compete. Yeah, but also, Stephen, you probably found out that the 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 only people who make money out of these courses, let me teach you how to be real estate millionaire, are the people who are training the course. There you go. I understand because this is also a fact in the United in in United Kingdom, the, you know, the whole Great Britain, and they are making hundreds of thousands of dollars per month from training courses um, online or in person, you know, in filling up exactly. like, uh, in like a 5,000 attendees in the room for, for three days, for seven days. And each, they pay like $3,000 to attend. And, and the trainer is making all the money. But, you know, as you know, the knowledge when they obtain it's not very practical because they still don't know what they're doing. They're offering too much money to the uh, to, to the homeowner. And exactly. that, that gets you, who is experienced, out of business. There we go. So long story short, I quit doing real estate. Uh, and then I had to get back into something that I'm familiar with. So I had to get in consulting, but I didn't want to travel. So I found a company that will do all the work for me as an example when I told you that I can help you reduce expenses and get involved in tax incentives, well, my job is to get a client interested enough to get on a phone call with this company uh, consultant, and then they take over and they do all the work for me. And then wow. I get a commission when the client gets paid. And matter of fact, the, the best part about this is when I contact an individual uh, company owner we do all this work. We do all this analysis uh, for absolutely no charge whatsoever. That's brilliant. And then once we get the job done and we've identified, yes, there are savings here, then we put together documentation that shows you where and how to go get this money. And then we share in the savings. So what that means is at that moment in time, we uh, charge you a percentage of the savings. But if we can't get a savings on a particular issue for whatever reason, we give you a report that says we can't find any savings in this area. And you now have a peace of mind that you're being charged properly. Yeah. And, and, and we don't charge them anything don't for charge that. charge them for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a great incentive for business owners to take up this service. Yeah. That's wonderful. Exactly. And I know that also, I think for our audience would be interesting to know that you have published number of books and you are currently in the process to uh, of writing uh, your seventh book i believe yes that's correct uh, in in it's a business consultancy or you know it's a business exactly book. could you tell us more about that book and when uh, sure. you anticipate to have them sure. have the book in the shops my first book is called uh turning your business into a money-making machine and basically, it was the financial parts of the business I told you about at consulting and taught businesses in this book how to straighten out their financial situation in their business. Anything from uh, bookkeeping all the way up to uh, reading and understanding financial statements to using that to improve your finances. So I wrote that first book. Then I wrote several other books that dealt with other issues. As an example, how to stop the FTC from killing your business. And the FTC is Federal Trade Commission in the United States, yeah. which oversees advertising okay. and marketing. 
So there's specific rules that you have to abide by or else the FTC will come down on you really hard and fine you. So I wrote a book on how to overcome that. Then I have another book is turning your uh, consultant in a box, which is a series of four books that teaches all those areas that I uh, did consulting with before. And then another one is um, how to market your business for little or no money. So I've done that. Uh, and then now I'm in the process of writing my seventh book, which is turning your business into money making machine two. And it goes 2 into yeah? 2.0. 2 there we go. Nice. And it explains in detail each of these issues. As an example, one of the ways of reducing expenses in a business is credit card processing. If you are selling products and you're using a credit card to pay for it, you are being charged a fee to be able to do that. Well, Absolutely. 80% of the time businesses are being overcharged. So in we that's what we do is we audit as well as we negotiate with a service provider to reduce the fees. But in this book, I have a chapter on going through the details of how a business owner can do it themselves. Oh, okay. Wonderful. And so I have a seven, 17 chapters that goes into all the details of these expense categories and also teaches them about these tax incentives and how to get access to them. Um, in today's economy, I would say that's a brilliant book for any business owner in United States or Canada to, to have and to read and to follow. Uh, right. You know, it's like a step-by-step -step guide. But also what you said, one of the books that you published, uh, written and published was in how to uh, improve your marketing, you know, with little or no money. Um, do you have, um, from your memory, any ideas for our audience, if you can give them some tips? Because, the, you know, I, I was told that since this pandemic started, many people obviously lost a job, but also many people have started their own business, you know, little sort of one man exactly. bands, you know, entrepreneur from their bedroom, from their kitchen table. So, sure. and they need marketing, right? So what would you, what one or two tips you can give to these people because okay. uh, many of them are my listeners exactly well the the whole purpose of the book was i did a lot of research in finding resources to utilize to do free marketing and at that time there it was a bunch of websites so the book was littered with website locations and here's the explanation go here and you can get this free service. Go here, you get this free service. And by the time I finished it and published it, it was out of date. So, oh, wow. <laughs> because a lot of these websites, they no longer in existence. So the point is, uh, to answer your question, all you have to do is go on Google, and that's a great resource, and find what it is you're looking for. So if you want to find free advertising, you just type in free advertising, and Google will spit out a whole range of different ones. If you want to find uh, individuals that will help you in your marketing, type in marketing consultant and it'll spit out whatever you need. And that was the premise of how I created the book. I see. So that's what people have to do is just Google whatever it is you're looking for. And I also know that you are avid networker. You do a lot of networking. So would you say now more than ever, people should 
invest time in networking, putting themselves out there, whether it's in person, if it's permitted in their city, in their state, in their country, or even virtually until the things sort of get uh, restrictions get removed. Oh, absolutely. You and I are a member of an M, what's called M3 group. And that is a fantastic thing. If people want to learn more about it, contact Eldon and he can show you exactly how to get connected with M3. There's uh, different chapters across the country. I'm a member of two of them, Tampa and Philly. And I, this morning I was a, a guest on the one in Dallas. So they're all over the place. And the great thing about it is every single person there is a business owner. So exactly. if you're providing something to a business owner, you have a wide range of people already there that may be able to take advantage of your service or product. Absolutely. I was I actually met you originally at the one in Philadelphia. And I would say to our listeners, to our viewers that um, it is very important to network and, and any of these sort of groups that you would like to network, people are very open-minded. Everybody is there for one purpose and one purpose only is how can I give, how can I help you? Nobody goes and meets you to, to try to sell you something. Everybody's there to try to help one another. And exactly. you create a community. And now as a community, you are all sort of succeeding and you are all helping one another. And that is the best way, you know, the, the, the human experience. The, as, the, as one of my uh, friends said, the, there is no more B2B or B2C type of business. It's H to H, like a heart to heart, human to human. So it's there very important to invest time in nurturing relationships, uh, whether you are doing it face-to-face, -face, if it's permitted in your country, in your city, in your state, or you're doing it virtually as Stephen and I are doing uh, or have done a number of times, and now we are recording this podcast. Uh, well, that's incredible. Yeah, so I, wanted I, miss, to, I also yeah, wanted on. to say something. Uh, one of, exactly as you said, I have a limited amount of services that I provide businesses, but being uh, partners with other M3 members, now I can provide a wide range of services that I don't have because I'm bringing in these partners. As an example, uh, I hooked up uh, offers reducing expenses and taxes, what I do. I also have individuals that can do bookkeeping and tax preparation. Also another group, effective marketing messages, eliminating employee productivity problems, offering a full range of employee related issues such as workers comp, health insurance, payroll services, performance reviews, assistant employee compensation reviews, complying with employee related laws, collecting on past due accounts receivables, legal work, access to business and real estate loans, helping businesses buy and sell their business and helping businesses to franchise. So with the use of M3 members, I can ex greatly expand what I'm offering to my clients. And now I'm all in one shop that they can get any service they want just by working with me. That's wonderful. Yeah, totally agree. When you expand your network this way, you have many partners, but also they then uh, speak to their clients as well. Exactly. And if they are thinking, okay, I have, a, I have 10 friends who are business owners, I'm going to introduce Stephen Anderson to my friends who will need uh, help 
and consultancy to help them, you know, find ways they, they can save money, they can get some tax rebates. And yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, um, so the I point is M3, M3 is a fantastic group to so anybody wants to learn more about what that is, contact Ellen because he's already familiar with it. Yes, of course. Yeah, no problem. I, I will definitely share with anybody. Contact me at um, elgin at elginhasa.com. Email me. Um, I put the link in this podcast later on as well. So you can find out more um, and more than welcome. Come and join us and we can help you and your business. Now, now, I know that you are obviously very successful in business and, you know, you've had a number of decades in business that, you know, you have helped many companies, many businesses, but also you've, you've done well for yourself, you know, because um, as a human experience podcast, we always sort of talk and my audience loves to hear people from all walks of life um, to hear what are their daily sort of habits and rituals sort of positive habits and rituals to help them with their mindset, to help them with their motivation? What are the things you do for yourself uh, during the day to get you in that state, you know, so you are productive, you are motivated? One of the things that I do, like I said, I have two grandsons and I love them to death and they give me true joy. But here's something I found. You see this right here? It's yes. called a laughing pill. Wow. And listen to this. <laughs> Wonderful. Laughing pill. So anytime I get stressed out, I just play that and it gets me happy. So that's, my, so that's my stress reducer. You can got, buy this on Amazon. Uh, just look for laughing pill. It's a lot pill. of, it's a lot of wow. fun. So I use it several times a day. So, so you, you just consciously decide, okay, uh, it's time for me to take like few moments to get myself back into the happy state. Yeah. And what go. about like, would you say um, eating healthy, exercising, any kind of things like that meditation? Have you tried any of those things yourself? Uh, yes and no. Uh, I know I need to do it, but under this COVID-19, I'm pretty much locked in the house. Uh, I know uh, I'm 70 years old, so I know I need to eat better. I know I need to do more exercise. And before COVID, I moved into uh, a 55 plus community, uh, gated community. And the reason I did that is because they had certain types of activities I love. I'm an avid baseball fan. I love the St. Louis Cardinals. That's one of the things I took away from St. Louis, but I don't didn't bring the love of the snow with me. So the only thing I brought was just the love of the St. Louis Cardinals. Anyway, this community has a senior softball team. <clears throat> so I joined that and I'm, I used to play on their team. Uh, and then also on that was Friday mornings. And then on Sunday mornings, I would go play tennis but I pulled something in my arm and I can't do that anymore. So I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty much over that. So I'm getting ready to go back into those activities, but yeah, I, I, I need to exercise more. Uh, I need to eat better and, but I'm at home all the time, but long story short, my business is sitting behind the computer most all the day and doing podcasts, zoom calls, 
phone calls. Uh, I'm doing a lot of marketing to uh, social media. So obviously I'm doing it on the computer. So I'm sitting down behind my desk practically all day long. And I have to get up numerous times just to get away. And then I have my happy pill. Amazing, amazing. That's wonderful. And I, I guess you're an avid reader as well. Um, oh, you Lord, know, being, yes. being, a, being a multiple uh, times published author, you're an avid, avid reader. So what is one book uh, or several books you can share that, that sort of motivated you, inspired you back in the day or even now in, in the last 10 years that you could say, you know, it could be book on marketing, business, entrepreneurship, success, you know, philosophy, whatever. Any of those well, books? one of the things that I wanted to do the last 10 years, I've been doing a lot of studying, reading books, as well as taking courses on marketing, but specifically on copywriting. So now I'm to the point where I can offer copywriting because I'm better at it now to clients. And I even have one client right now, which I'm working diligently on improving her multi multiple page website. And once we get that straightened out, then I'm going to set up an email campaign to drive people to the website. So that's a new service I'm offering right now is this can work with solopreneurs or any business that wants to grow their business by increasing their response rates on their marketing message. That's wonderful. Yeah, everyone yeah, gets in touch with Steven Anderson. He is great. Um, if people want to get in touch with you for all your new services or perhaps to get a copy of your book when, <clears throat> when it's published or hire you for your current services, you know, saving them money, getting them tax incentives back, where can people find you on the, you know, uh, on social media or is there a website they can go to? Yes, they can go to LinkedIn and uh, do a search of Stephen Anderson, the profit doctor. And, and that's they'll the have, place. that's the best place. I don't have a specific website yet because my last website would dealt with real estate. So I'm revamping that completely into the new business and it's not ready yet. Uh, but they can reach me directly by calling me 407-530-7783 or emailing me at TSA, that's my initials, Thomas Stephen Anderson, at A as in Apple, C as in Charlie, P as in Papa, M as in Mary, G as in Golf, T as in Tango.com. So it's A-C-P-M-G-T. I'm sorry, ACPMGT.com. Okay, wonderful. And they can always just send you a message through LinkedIn, direct message. Exactly. Uh, they can connect with you through LinkedIn, send you a direct message, and they can start a conversation. They can say they, they found you through this podcast. They want to do some business with you. They want you to help. They want Stephen Anderson, the profit doctor, to help them get $240,000 back into their pocket. So people, if you have your own business, contact the, the profit doctor, my friend, this, uh, Stephen Anderson, who is wonderful. And uh, it was an absolute pleasure to have him on my podcast, The Human Experience. And one more question, Stephen, before we go. What is the impact you would like to have on humanity while you are here? 
One of the biggest problems that businesses is having is because they were shut down during COVID is to keep them alive in their business. And I have a multitude of ways of doing that. Uh, so that's my passion in life right now is helping as many businesses survive this pandemic. And then once the pandemic's over and businesses are open up again, I can help them grow their business. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great mission because as you are helping their businesses, you are helping their personal lives, you're helping their families, their communities. That's a beautiful mission. And I applaud you for that, Stephen. Yeah. It was an absolute pleasure to have you as a guest on my podcast, Stephen, and uh, I'm sure we will have you again soon. Okay, Ellen, I really do appreciate it. And I hope I've been able to help individuals and I'm here to help more businesses grow their business. Lovely. Thank you very much, Stephen. Thank you.